morning as I was walking, the Lord started to talk to me about my prayer life. It's really not what it should be. I wish that I had more time to spend with God. I wish that I would take more time to spend with God and not just spend with Him, but down on my knees spend with Him. See, I rarely get down on my knees. I blame it on the neuropathy that I've had because of my cancer. I blame it on a lot of different things, but they're all just excuses. They really are. Hello, this is Pete Gardner, the psalmist, and this podcast is coming to you from my office, which is in the basement of our house. It is 11.48 a.m. on Saturday, October 17th. I'm recording this. And I want to thank you for listening. And I want to thank Anchor FM for being the host of this podcast. They offer this service free. They also give me ways to monetize the podcast, and they make it really easy to do. One of these days, I'm going to figure out how to add these to my website. For now... This podcast will do. If you'd like to visit my website, it's very simple. It's petegardner.net. And that particular home base will have links to each one of my other ventures. The Psalmist, Bible study page, my YouTube channel where choruses are recorded that I've written under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Uh, My church's page. So there are many other things there. That's PeteGardner.net. But for now, I'm on my podcast channel, which is Anchor.fm. Your Gardener 9, I believe. I I don't remember. I'm new at this. So we will get that for you. You can probably see it as you're listening to this. Up in the search bar of your browser. Today we're talking about prayer. As the Lord was giving me instruction in prayer, telling me I needed to pray more, He also, as He always does, almost always does, give me a poem to go with it. I'd like to read that poem to you right now. He gave me part of this as I was walking. The rest of it came as I was typing it out uh, around 5 o'clock this morning. And again, as usual, it was on paper and about 15 minutes called the place for me my enemy is standing at the door grumbling and complaining to get in I could feel the evil he would pass to me I didn't freeze and got on my knees I heard a voice I had heard before saying get away from him he is mine I know it was my Savior and my Lord He heard my prayer down on my knees. The place for me is down on my knees. I can't stand before the Son of God. His throne is where I want to spend my time, giving His praise, lifting His name. He raised me to my feet and held me tight. I could hear the devil as he walked away. A smile came on my face in that moment. He said, He saw me there, down on my knees. The place for me is down on my knees. There's no other place I would rather be 
is there, my Savior hears, hears my every word. Need to stay down on my knees. I know my enemy will return someday. I know he won't give up that easily. But when he does, I know I have a weapon, a humble prayer, down on my knees. The place for me is down on my knees. There's victory when I surrender all. So I'll lift my voice on my head and pray to God down on my knees. That really is my heart's desire. I want to be down on my knees, not just for the simple fact that it's a place of submission, but it's a place of honor. It's a place of honor. I can't fully humble myself before God when I'm standing up before him because we need to fall on our face when we're in front of him. I mean, he is the king of kings and lord of lords. He glows like radiance. John the Baptist, well, not John the Baptist, but John the disciple, when he was on the Isle of Patmos, he saw a vision of Jesus and he just fell flat on his face. He could not stand. He could not stand. When the glory of the Lord filled the temple back in Solomon's day, they could not stand. They all fell. When the cloud came down on the mountain, the glory of the Lord appeared on the mountain in Moses' day. Everybody fell down. When Jesus was in the garden and the guards came to get him, and Jesus was presented with a kiss and said, I am who you're looking for. Every, all the guards fell. The presence of God is there. People fall. Now, you've probably seen or maybe you've heard of uh, when some of us evangelicals or Pentecostals pray for people that they will fall out in the spirit. You might think that's a ridiculous thing. It's not. Because what happens is while we're praying, the actual presence of God comes into the room. And when we touch somebody, if it's really them falling in the spirit, when we touch somebody, the presence of the Lord enters into their body and they can't stand. I've been there several times. You can't stand. You don't have any strength to stand. So rather than fall down in front of the Lord, I would rather kneel down in front of the Lord. I would much rather be on my knees. And I need to pray more. Heaven knows I need to pray more. Not enough just to say a passing prayer here and there every day. I do that a lot. But what's really needed is a nation that's down on their knees. I heard somebody say the other day that in uh, 2 Corinthians 7.14, which is a, a verse we all know, it says, If my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear their plea and forgive their sins and heal their land. And many people use it as a representation that we need to do that same formula, heal our nation. This is being recorded in the United States, in case you're living abroad. Our nation is 
needs healing. It needs healing badly. I've heard some say that that humbling themselves is actually fasting. It's equivalent fasting. I think it's equivalent to getting on our knees in prayer. And I wonder how many people are still getting on their knees on a regular basis. I remember when we first started going to, when I first started going to a Pentecostal church, an Assembly of God church, they would have an altar service at the end of every service. They would give us time to come up to the altar and get down on our knees and pray to God. Or in our seats, turn around in the seat, put our knees on the floor and pray. It's been a long time since I've seen a lot of people down on their knees in prayer. Maybe it's because I'm in a church that has more elderly people and it's harder to get up. I don't know. It is harder to get up. It's very difficult for me to get down on the floor and get back up now. And it's not because I'm overweight. It's not because I don't have the capacity or the strength to. It's because I don't have the agility that I need, the flexibility that I need to be able to just jump right back up again or to get back up. Plus, I worry about my knees hurting. Man, it's going to hurt if I'm down on that floor too long. You know, my knees are going to are going to feel it. Oh, that we would get back to the days that our knees would wear out because we're down on our knees so much. How's your prayer life? Mine stinks. It really does. I hate to admit that, but it's true. I need to ask God more often to give me the words to say. Does he, does he give me a lot of words? Yeah. I mean, you just heard some of them. He does that almost every day in one form or another. I write a series of Bible studies that are read by quite a few people, and I don't do that often enough, by the way. I need to get back at doing that on a regular basis. It usually takes me about an hour to write one of those lessons. I correspond back and forth with a friend of mine every day about the Psalms, wherever we're at right now. We're in Psalm 91 right now. Beautiful Psalm. A lot of people love it. I feel like if I was down on my knees more often, I might have a little more wisdom about the Word of God. I might have a little more wisdom about what He wants me to say. I might have a little more wisdom, insight into how it applies to other people's lives. I was almost at a loss for words yesterday for a little while. I was just getting home from some meetings and my dog out for a walk and went around the corner and, and the neighbor's tree, one of the portions of the tree, not just a branch, but a section of the tree, just peeled away and fell down on a smaller, smaller tree, fell down across the sidewalk and over on the front lawn of their house. Didn't hit their house, but they have another part that might, so they're going to call it tree trimmer. And the lady was out there clipping it with a little clipper, and I, and I stopped and I said, you need some help? And I've talked to her before, but just briefly, you know, we don't get to know our neighbors like we used to. It's sad, and, and that's another reason I want to pray, to ask for uh, strength to do that. He said, well, my husband's the bad back. He's in the house resting. And I said, well, I, I can come over and help you after I do a couple of things. I had an appointment coming up in the phone that I had to take care of. So he said, oh, that would be great. And so 
I, uh, I got my appointment done. I emptied out my truck. I had some leaves in there that I needed. I figured I'd need the truck to help them get the pieces of the tree to the dump. I drove back around the corner and all of the smaller limbs had been cut off and they were piled on a cart those people owned, which is great. I didn't mind that. She said her husband came out and took the machete to it. And I said, oh, okay. Um, hope he didn't hurt his back anymore because he'd been at physical therapy just before I got there. And so we, we got the tree down. I mean, the portions cut up. And again, they were placed on that cart. Didn't need my truck. And when we stopped the work, I, I couldn't help but notice that they had some certain political affiliation signs in their front yard. I said, in a, in a whimsical manner, I said, you know, I said, I see you're of a very different political affiliation than I am. And they just kind of laughed. And I said, wouldn't it be nice if our Congress would get together and work just as well as we did together? And they just loved it. I mean, they said, yeah, that would be fantastic. That would be absolutely wonderful. And then and I asked the gentleman, I said, your wife told me that you're having problems with your back. Uh, did you do something to hurt it? And he said, no. And he went into a little explanation of it's been 50 years. It's been hurting forever. He's been to the doctor several times. He's finally gone to a specialist. He's waiting to get an MRI so they can see if he's going to have surgery. I asked him if I could pray for him. He said, no. He said, okay. He said, I don't, I don't believe in God. I don't believe in any God. I said, that's interesting. Uh, did you come from a background that you did believe in God? He said, yeah, I was an evangelical Sunday school teacher. I said, oh. I said, what drew you away? And he said, well, there were questions that people couldn't answer, so I just gave up on it. I said, well, can we talk about those questions? He said, no, no, I'm not interested in talking about it. No, I don't want to go there. And we got into some other discussions, but uh, he, he, allowed this is the this is the conclusion i came away from that meeting with he allowed his intellect to defeat his faith and i'm sorry that that happened to him did i tell him that he needed to accept jesus christ or he's going to hell no I'm, i wasn't going to do that he's heard that before if he's evangelical and that's not a reason not to say it but you end any opportunity at a future conversation if you go right into something like that. And I need to develop a friendship with these people. I need to reach out and just invite them and see if they play cribbage. I'd love to go over and play cribbage with them. See if see if I can go over for coffee and we can just sit around and talk, maybe after the election, and talk about politics because definitely on the other side of the fence than I am. And it would be interesting to talk about what has transpired I'd like to do that. And maybe at some point he'll be comfortable enough to bring up some of his questions. We can talk about them. I'm not going to put him down for what he believes. He's a scientist. I, I didn't ask her what kind of scientist she was, but she's a scientist. I'm sure she comes from a scientific standpoint. Again, the intellect robbing us of our faith. But I need to get down on my knees. I'm going to have the right words to say there. Yes, Jesus said that the Holy Spirit will give us the words we need to say. I, I know that. He gives me words all the time. It's not that I can't listen for the voice of God. But 
to witness properly to each and every person that you're supposed to witness to, that takes prayer. And I need to pray. I'm not a good enough witness to the world around me, the neighborhood that I'm in. You? I, I barely know the neighbors. I mean, the, the one to my north is a good friend. We, we uh, play some cribbage together. We watch football games together. We go and fill his gas tank with truck. He's, he's kind of disabled. And I help him out as much as I can, but other neighbors I don't know them that well I'd like to know them better I need boldness to do that and to get that boldness I need to pray I need to get down on my knees and that's where that prayer came from this morning it came from a, a mismatch of different things oh there's one more thing that leads into it it's the fact that my pastor's wife has COVID pneumonia in the hospital down in Des Moines Mercy Hospital down in Des Moines and she needs prayer urgent prayer. God needs to touch her. My pastor is really struggling. His daughter-in-law is keeping him busy, and I'm so thankful for that. I talked to her yesterday. That kind of prayer needs to be done on our knees, understanding the relevance and the reverence of God that has to be there in order for him to hear our prayer and to heal us. Does it say boldly come before the throne of grace? Yes, it does. Because you should do that so that you can minister grace and mercy. Lord, I need to come boldly before you and claim mercy and grace for my sister, Rebecca Flapp. She would be healed. She would be healed, Lord. So I'm going to endeavor to spend more time on my knees. How about you? This nation, this world, your community, for your state, for your county, for all those that are in authority, pray. For your church, for your place where you work, your family, your neighbors, pray. This country needs prayer desperately. I plan on being one of the ones that is praying. God bless you today, and I hope that you've enjoyed this podcast.